Just last week on November 10th, 2022, a woman in California was charged with the torture and murder of her 11-year-old adopted daughter. How crazy is that? To start this podcast off, let me introduce myself. My name is Kaylee Cambrio, and as a junior in high school, I am taking a college credit class for English. We are working on a project on our chosen subject, mine being the subject of childhood abuse in America today. Childhood abuse has always interested me because it's fascinating to see how these victims bloom into society in the midst of or after their abuse. Being surrounded by others who have been through this kind of trauma shines a different light on life. (laughs) But let's be honest, this is a huge topic. So in discussing it, we have to start from the very beginning. Childhood trauma can stem from the abusers being abused in their childhood, but not all abusers start off as victims. Some people say it's just the way their brain is wired. Others will say that is because of their environment growing up. No matter what, though, what they do and put others through is gross, and they should be prosecuted to the full extent, just like any other crime. But that's a whole nother thing. So back to the topic at hand, the Child Health website notes that over the course of one year, over 4 million kids become victimized of child maltreatment. Child maltreatment can be categorized as many different things, like inappropriate touching, comments about a kid's looks or body, flirtatious actions towards the child, and then actually raping the victim. This page also shows the percentages of adults victimized as children who end up with a variety of long-lasting trauma, including things like mental disorders, like PTSD, which stands for post-traumatic stress disorder, and other health issues like fertility. Just because it's being reported does not mean anything was changing with the fact that child maltreatment is becoming a popular hobby among criminals. And it's pretty obvious why seeing that preying on children is a much easier task than going after an adult due to the fact that their brains are not fully developed yet. These poor kids are not able to express all their feelings or even process what is happening to them. What's worse, in my opinion, is the laws surrounding child maltreatment are not up to a standard that they should be. Currently, victims have five years after their 18th birthday to come forward about their trauma, but after that, the statute's limit is up. In case you don't know what that means, according to RAIN, the Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network, the statute of limitations is a law for the time the victims have to come forward for any or all crimes. The Child USA website gives many, many details about how the current statute does not help the victim in abuse cases. Like, even if the victim came forward just a day after the statute's regulation with all the evidence they could bring and everything they need to put their vulturous criminal away, the judge can't do anything to help them because the time is up. Can you believe that? It also has a link to go to and read about the reform movement happening around the current statue to push it to prosecute the criminal, no matter how much time has passed. Speaking of time, it has been many years since I have gone through my trauma, but I am still affected by it. I think this is why I'm so interested in how others cope after their trauma. I still have night terrors about the guy who touched me and made me do unspeakable things. I still get scared of the dark because I don't know if someone will be in there or not. I still also have PTSD, and it especially gets triggered around older men I do not know.
Since it happened when I was so young, it took me a while to realize it wasn't normal, what I was going through. It changed my view on a lot of things when I realized it was criminal. But I also found out I wasn't the only one. I feel for others who have been through things like I have. I know from my personal experience that this type of traumatic event is hard to get through, especially when you can't do anything about it. So this brings me back to where I started, with the story of the girl who died. Arabella McCormack was killed in August of 2022. After living through years and years of torture and manipulation from the people she was supposed to call her family, Letitia McCormack, Arabella's adopted mom, and her parents, Stanley and Adela Tom, were arrested for the murder of Arabella. Being charged with multiple counts of torture and one count of murder, they will be in prison for a long time. Reading about this monster, I I mean mother, who did indescribable things to her daughter and let others partake in, is disgusting. Knowing that a six-year-old little girl was going through torture for five and a half years and ended up dying is so painful to hear. I am grateful the other kids got out and the predators, the mom, grandma, and grandpa, and others are rotting in jail until the end. So that just leaves me thinking about the pain. Having the statue has been up or not, the pain is still there like it is with me. So what can the victims do then? The truth is they have a lot of a lot to help them. Child health, the CDC, therapy, and a plethora of other sites can be reached with the touch of a button, that being your cell phone button. What helped me was my therapist, Penny, and having an amazing support system in my corner. Kids should always have a backup. It helps in more ways than you know. Thank you.